Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 4th, 2020. I'm teaching about the importance of our words. This is Speak the Word Only, part 13. I've been teaching on this for a while. I've been driving home that when you speak words of faith from a believing heart, I made this connection between the, the power of your words and also prayer, and, and that when you speak, even if it's a declaration or a statement, like Jesus said, no man shall eat fruit from you hereafter forevermore, and this tree dried up because that was a form of prayer, or when Elijah said, it's not going to rain until I said it rains, James in the New Testament calls that an earnest prayer. So when we speak words of faith from a believing heart and we believe that we're actually saying what we believe the Father wants us to say and his will to be done on this planet, it's a form of prayer. So our words are very important. I've made this connection between words and prayer. Let's flow in that vein today. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 13 is the scripture we've been dealing with. It says, it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. And since we have the same spirit of faith, Paul said, then we also believe and therefore we speak. We speak what we believe and we have what we say. In Genesis 1 and 26, so I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning to deal with prayer today. In Genesis 1 and 26, the Bible says, then God, Elohim, the creator God said, let us, Father, Son, Spirit, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. And then let man, let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So he says, I'm going to create man in my image, and I'm going to give man the, the kingdom power and the authority to rule, right? So one of the key aspects of prayer uh, is the fact that we as humans are born on this planet, in the earth, and we are placed here by God to exercise kingdom, dominion, power, and authority over the planet, over the earth, over this realm, over this domain. So when you look at our text for this morning, it is very clear, the text is clear anyway, that God said to himself, Father, Son, Spirit, he says, we're going to create man in our image and after our likeness, and we are going to let them rule over the planet. We're going to put man on this planet, and we're going to let them rule. The text says, let them rule. So I'm going to attempt to explain something that's somewhat complex in a way that anyone can understand. So I, I'm going to talk about prayer and the importance of your words. I have eight things to share with you about that as I'm laying the foundation. Now, pay attention to these eight things. D rid yourself of every distraction. Lean in a little bit. I have eight things to share with you about prayer, and this is very important. So let me go through these eight things. All right, number one. God gave man or humankind the legal right and authority to operate in the earth domain. Two, when God did that, man became the legal steward of the earth, of this whole earth domain, the whole domain, man, humans, mankind is the legal steward of this domain. Number three, man is a spirit. The real you is a spirit. This thing is not you. This is just where you live for right now. So the, the real man is a spirit and he, and when I say he, I mean male or female, he possesses a soul and he lives within a physical body, which is an earth suit for now, right? So this physical body is an earth suit. If you go to the moon, you need a moon suit. You go to space, space suit. You're in the earth, you need an earth suit. This is the suit that you are a spirit and you're living in this earth suit for now. So with this earth suit, this is your, your connection 
to this world, to this realm, and you communicate with the earth domain or the earth realm through your five physical senses. Although you really are a spirit, you are communicating with this world through your five physical senses. Got it? Number four, God also put his spirit down inside of man. Now the Holy Spirit was inside of man and the Holy Spirit was connected with man's spirit and the Holy Spirit was man's direct connection to the Father. So with his body, he was communicating with the earth domain or the earth realm through his five physical senses and with his spirit through the Holy Spirit, he was communicating with heaven. That's why Adam never went to school. Adam had revelation that was over education, right? Adam had divine impulses. He was living by instinct, not by intellect. So he had this direct connection to the father and he was receiving downloads from heaven on a daily basis. And then this put man in a position to where he has a body that communicates with this world. He has a spirit that communicates with God and he has the power to bring both realms together, right? So you have, this is what Jesus did while he was in the earth. He broke, he brought both realms together. Whenever he dealt with something, oh, you need healing? He grabbed healing from heaven and he brought heaven. He brought healing from heaven to the earth. He manifested on earth as it is in heaven, he brought both realms together. So you are capable of bringing both realms together. You're living in, in two realms at the same time, and it is God's desire to see heaven on earth. And for heaven on earth to happen, it has to happen through you. Number five, the system God set up is a system where earth, where humans rule the earth, humans. And so humans are supposed to rule the earth, and heaven then has to influence the earth through humans that are being led of the Holy Spirit. And God is so committed to this system that when he wanted to operate in the earth freely, right? When God wanted to operate in the earth freely, like without having to seek the cooperation of a human, he came as a human himself. And so, so God, who is a spirit, came and he was born of a man, right? Born of a woman. He came into the earth with an earth suit. So God himself came and he lived inside of a body, right? And so he came and lived inside of a body to show us what it's supposed to be like. Number six, Adam was supposed to extend heaven to the earth, but Adam fell. Adam's original mandate was to make the earth look like heaven, but Adam fell. So God, who is a spirit, came to the earth. He lived within a physical body. And then in Jesus, he demonstrated for us what it looks like for a human to be an earthly conduit of the divine. Jesus is not just an example for us. Jesus is an example of us. His life shows us what it looks like for a human on the earth to be completely in sync with heaven, that you are walking around and you know you're walking around with God on the inside of you and you're getting downloads from heaven and you're not, you, you refuse to say anything you're not led to say. You're not doing anything that you're not led to do. Jesus was at that example and that's how we're supposed to live. Number seven. Both God and Satan actively seek the agreement and the cooperation of humans. This is what prayer is about. So when you pray, you're actually, and you're praying the will of the Father, you are agreeing with God. You are agreeing with God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So for either one, for God and Satan to operate in, in this world and in our lives, he's looking for they both are looking for us to cooperate with them. So God is looking for us to cooperate with him and Satan is looking for us to cooperate with, with him, right? And so when we speak words of faith from a believing heart, words that line up with the will of God, then we're aligning with God. 
when we speak words of fear from a believing heart and you really do say stuff like, oh man, you know, things just never work out for me and you believe that or this thing is going to kill me and you believe that, then you're lining up with Satan, right? You may not realize that, but you are. So whatever we say, either way, this is why this series is so important. You are a whosoever and you're going to have whatsoever you say. So whatever you say from a believing heart is what you're going to have. And so this is very important. And so, and number eight, and finally, spirits external to physical bodies don't have the legal right to operate in the earth realm or in the earth domain, because in the earth domain, humans, physical spirits inside of physical bodies have the right to operate. So when you have these demons that are outside of physical bodies, they don't have the right to operate. So they are looking for humans to cooperate with them, to open the door. And unfortunately, sometimes doors open by bad things happening, especially to young children and stuff like that. But whether consciously or or subconsciously or by some bad thing that happened, there are humans that open the door to evil spirits and evil spirits get inside of humans and humans can be possessed by an evil spirit. God, on the other hand, is not looking to forces his way into you, right? He has offered to take up residence inside of you. It's a free offer. When you accept Jesus as Lord, God says, I will occupy your body. If you accept my son as Lord, my spirit will occupy your body. I will take up residence inside of you. And now once you're born again, the Holy Spirit, God himself is living on the inside of you. And it is God's desire for you to learn to be led of the Holy Spirit in all things. And if we do, then we will discover his purpose because the Holy Spirit will reveal it to us. If we're led of the Holy Spirit in all things, then we're going to not just find it, but we will follow it and finish it. We will get his purpose done while we're in the land of the living before we die. And then when we do leave this planet, we won't die because we're sick. We'll die because we're done. And we, when we do leave this planet, we will leave a legacy of righteousness. We will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. So man, those eight bullets, this is why you need to sign up to get the email because you'll get all my stuff, all my notes. But in those eight things, I said a lot. Now you may be thinking, okay, well, Rick, what does this have to do with prayer? Well, actually it has a lot to do with prayer because when you understand the legal right that you have as a human in the earth, coupled with the awesome responsibility to be influenced by the Holy Spirit in all things, who's living on the inside of you, it is then really and only then that you know how to tap into the power of prayer. When you get this revelation, you're going to want to pray. Why? Because you understand that as much as you need God, God needs you. God is, now, I, I would never say, because God is God, I would never say that, that there's anything that God can't do. God can do whatever he wants because God is God. He sits on the circle of the earth. But from what we understand from scripture and what the Bible teaches us, it very the, the scriptures teach us that it seems as though God chooses, and that's his choice, he chooses to perform in the earth with the cooperation of humans. And this is a major aspect of prayer. This is why uh, uh, many theologians have said that God does nothing in the earth except in response to prayer. So when God wants to operate in the earth, he's looking for the cooperation of humans. And, and guess what? When we pray, how do we pray? We pray with words. We're speaking words of faith from a believing heart. So if God and his angels are paying attention to every word that comes out of your mouth, and they are because they're looking for faith in the earth, then shouldn't you pay attention to your words? This is why I'm saying speak the word only.
So, so what does this mean for you today? I said a lot already, but since I did that already, I'm going to give you six, six quick things now as I close. What does this mean to you today about the power of prayer and the, power, the importance of your words? Six things. Number one, here we go. Quick things. Number one, look at me. God is counting on you to pray. He is. He is looking for you to pray, to come in alignment with his kingdom plans and purposes. Number two, prayer is what happens when a human on the earth agrees with God, agrees with God's kingdom plans and purposes from heaven. As we cooperate with God, he's freely able to operate in this world. And this is how we get on earth as it is in heaven. We can experience heaven on earth when we pray heaven's will on this planet. Number three, prayer is earthly license for heavenly interference. God is not going to force himself on you. You need to invite him through the form of prayer. You or somebody else needs to be praying for you. Number four, prayer is what happens when man exercises his legal authority in the earth in order to invoke heaven's influence on this planet. Let me say that again. Prayer is what happens when man exercises his legal authority in the earth in order to invoke heaven's influence on this planet. Number five, prayer is what happens when the creation, you and I, gets the creator, God, involved in any given situation. And then number six, as I close, prayer is exercised by speaking words of faith from a believing heart. Therefore, words are very important. They're important to God. They're important to his every word that comes out of your mouth. They're waiting to do something. And if our words are that important to God, and if our words are that important to his angels, our words should be equally as important to us. Never allow a negative word to come out of your mouth. Speak the word only. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this out loud over your life. Say, Father, thank you for teaching me the importance of prayer and the importance of my words. I now see that I have both a right and a responsibility to pray. My right enables me to come boldly before your throne in order to receive the grace to help in the time of need. But my responsibility to pray puts a burden on me to intercede for those situations that I am made aware of and the ones that I'm facing personally. Prayer is both a precious privilege and a serious responsibility. Prayer is exercised by speaking words I believe in my heart. When I make up a statement that I'm led of your spirit to declare, and I believe what I say, it's a form of prayer. That being the case, I carefully consider my words. I speak words of faith from a believing heart on a daily basis and I never speak words of fear or doubt or unbelief. I speak the word only. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, man. Today, I covered a lot today. Like I even, I was like, Lord, can I get all of this done? I covered a lot. This is a message you need the notes. Go to todaysword.org. You'll see the notes for today. Also, there's a big red subscribe button. Click on it, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, head into this day knowing that you're supposed to pray. 
You're supposed to speak words of faith from a believing heart. So now it's time for us to do it. And do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Speak the word only. God bless you.